In today's Change Through Pain podcast episode, I'm going to share some information from a magazine article that was presented to me recently from a good friend. And the title is PTSD, Addiction, Depression, Hope, question mark. This is a potential game changer for anybody suffering with these different symptoms. And I'll tell you what, this could be huge. And I basically am going to read part of the article and I'm going to share a little bit of insight on, from my perspective, the things that I've learned. Please listen and please share this with someone who is struggling with these types of symptoms in their own lives, because this could be a game changer for them. This is not medical advice. This is not my information. I am just simply sharing. Let's get started. For those of you such as myself that are currently or have been suffering from depression, addiction, PTSD, and many other forms of anxiety-filled illnesses that control our day, control our minds, control our actions, and keep us stuck keep us from living our lives, keep us from being happy. And most of us really don't know what to do about it. And we try a lot of different things, a lot of different things to cope. And of course, the addiction is a form of coping. And the depression is a result of an underlying unhealed trauma, something that happened to you at some point in your life that puts you in a state of fight or flight and you haven't resolved it and you're not sure how to resolve it and you may not even know what it is. And so today I'm going to read an excerpt from an article that uh, a friend of mine shared with me and is titled PTSD, Addiction, Depression, Hope, question mark, right? Is there hope? The psychedelic ibogaine is illegal, potentially deadly, and could inspire new treatments for some of mainstream medicine's most undertreated conditions. And this was written by Mandy Oaklander. And here we go. Amber Capone had become afraid of her husband. The laid back, bigger than life and cooler than cool man she'd married had become isolated disconnected and despondent during his 13 years as a U.S. Navy SEAL. Typically, he was gone 300 days of the year, but when he was home, Amber and their two children walked on eggshells around him. Everyone was just playing nice until he left again, Amber says. In 2013, Marcus retired from the military, but life as a civilian only made his depression, anger, headaches, anxiety, alcoholism, impulsivity, and violent dreams worse. Sometimes he'd get upset by noon and binge drink for 12 hours. Amber watched in horror as his cognitive functioning declined. Marcus was in his late 30s, but he would get lost driving his daughter to volleyball, and sometimes he couldn't even recognize his friends. Psychologists had diagnosed him with post-traumatic stress disorder, or PTSD. Depression and anxiety but antidepressants, Ambien, and Adderall didn't help. He visited a handful of brain clinics across the country, which diagnosed him with post-concussive syndrome, 
after a childhood of football, then a career punctuated by grenades, explosives, rifles, and shoulder-fired rockets. But all they offered were more pills, none of which helped either. Marcus wasn't the only one suffering in his tight-knit community of Navy SEALs and Special Operations veterans. A close friend killed himself, and Amber knew her husband could be next. I truly thought that Marcus would be the one having the suicidal funeral, Amber says. There was one last option. One of Marcus's retired Navy SEAL friends, who had similarly struggled, had traveled internationally to take Ibogaine, a psychedelic drug illegal in the U.S. The Ibogaine experience had been transformative for him, and he thought it might be the same for Marcus. I thought it was crazy, Marcus says. How can you take another pill to solve all your problems? But Amber begged him to try it, and Marcus gave in. On Veterans Day in 2017, Marcus checked into a treatment center in Mexico, popped an ibogaine pill, slipped on eye shades and noise-canceling headphones, and went on his first ever psychedelic trip. After an hour or so, he entered a waking dream state and watched a movie of his life play out before his eyes. It lasted 12 hours, and it was awful at times. Imagine some of the worst experiences of your life, Marcus says. You're going to experience these again. Life events flipped through his mind's eye in rapid fire. Other times, painful memories slowed to a crawl. Marcus saw himself having conversations with his dead father, with buddies he'd lost to the wars over the years, with God. You can't hide from the medicine, he says. It's just going to go down there and basically pull up any traumas, anything hidden in your subconscious that may be affecting you that you don't even realize. When it was over, Marcus felt as if he'd finally put down a heavy load he'd been carrying for years. For the first time in a long time, he didn't want to drink, and he didn't touch alcohol for a year after. I was thinking clear. I wasn't impulsive anymore. I had no anxiety. I wasn't depressed, he says. Amber couldn't believe it, but when she picked him up, she knew she had her husband back. When he walked into the room, it was though I was witnessing him the first time I met him, she says. His anger and his darkness and his whole demeanor had changed. All of that was gone. He was easy. He was light. He was present. He was happy. It just absolutely blew my mind. Once dismissed as a fringe counterculture vice, psychedelics are rapidly approaching acceptance in mainstream medicine. These drugs uniquely change the brain and a person's awareness of experiences in the span of just a few hours. This fast acting shift could be useful in mental health treatments and research is already supporting this notion. Just one dose of psilocybin, the active ingredient in magic mushrooms was recently shown to ease depression and anxiety in cancer patients, an outcome that lasted for years after their trip. Researchers are recognizing that psychedelics can provide a radical new approach to mental health treatments at a time when innovation is desperately needed. For addiction in particular, the need has never been greater. More Americans died from drug overdoses last year than ever before, aggravated by the COVID-19 pandemic. Weekly counts of drug overdoses were up to 45% higher in 2020 than in the same periods in 2019. 
According to research from the U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention published in February, available treatments can meet the need. They are effective for everyone, may require long-term adherence, and are sometimes addictive themselves. Ibogaine is one of the most promising psychedelics for addiction. Few people have heard of it. It's illicit in the U.S., and nobody does it for fun. It's not pleasant. It could kill you. But for extinguishing addiction and a range of other issues, many people swear there's nothing like it. Derived from the root bark of an African shrub, it first entered the U.S. consciousness in the 1960s, thanks to Howard Lotsef, then a 19-year-old completely outside the medical establishment who experimented with the drug and noticed it wiped out his heroin addiction. It did the same for several of Lotsef's peers who tried it in New York City. He found Ibogaine so helpful that he launched a campaign to get researchers to dig into more deeply. But pharmaceutical companies didn't bite. Ibogaine is a naturally occurring plant compound and therefore difficult to patent. Plus, nobody knew exactly how it worked, and drug companies historically did not see addiction medications as profitable. In 1970, the federal government classified Ibogaine, along with other psychedelics, as a Schedule I drug, declaring it had no medical use and a high potential for abuse. But case studies in which Ibogaine had helped heroin users successfully detox, including lots of New York City group and another from the Netherlands in the early 90s, were promising enough that one U.S. government agency took notice. Now I'm going to stop there. And if you're interested in the article, uh, I can post a link. I can share it with you. Send me a DM, read the full article. But I think you get the idea. And there's several things here about this that I wanted to share. And number one, it's disappointing to me that here in the United States, we've discovered, we meaning scientists and, and doctors, etc., have discovered drugs that work that are proven to work. Yes, they noted they're dangerous, but if they're administered in a controlled environment safely with the right dosage, they are effective, just like any other pharmaceutical drug that has been made legal and that is prescribed daily. Now, we know, and there's many, many different news stories, many, many different publications and the like, lawsuits even, that have proven that pharmaceutical companies are not always giving us all the information that we need about a particular drug and in some cases are actually misleading us and lying. And these are, have been proven in at least 10 cases, uh, lawsuits that were filed and the pharmaceutical companies lost and you're talking the top three in since I believe 1990, could be 88, but I believe 1990, since 1990, the top three have been in the trillions. Trillions of dollars of fines for pharmaceutical companies misleading, misinforming, misusing, and lying about their products and what they do and don't do to humans. That's a little scary, and 
one thing that was noted in this article is that the pharmaceutical companies did not find a natural component such as ibogaine to be profitable. And that's wrong. Profit should never be placed above health and someone's life, someone's mental health, physical health. And let's just add in spiritual health because let's be honest, those things are all tied together. And the reason I'm sharing this is that I just want more people to be exposed to what is happening behind the scenes with pharmaceutical companies and the drugs that are being administered and the drugs that are being made illegal and forcing individuals that want to try something that actually works to have to leave and go to another country entirely to try it out or to gain access to it. There's something very wrong with that. And therapists, psychotherapists, counselors, etc., that are have the ability to administer drugs. And I know um, only a limited number of those individuals are licensed to do so. But the point is, they need to have access to everything that is available to help their clients, help their patients. The point of all this for us as humans is to take care of one another and to be well and to live well and to live happy and healthy and abundant and live a fulfilling life and, and live as long as we possibly can because our time on this earth is short and we're not promised tomorrow. And in a lot of cases, these pharmaceutical drugs that are being administered are shortening the lifespan. Now, there's many cases where they're extending the lifespan. I understand that, but there is, you know, two sides to the coin and it's not always black and white. So if you yourself are struggling with depression, PTSD, anxiety, addiction, and you've tried everything and you've never heard of this, uh, send me a message and I'll, I'll share more details with you. Um, I just felt compelled to do so. And one other piece that I will share is also the concussions that were highlighted uh, from playing, um, well, football in this case. And there's a film out that, um, what is his name? I can't forget the actor, Will Smith starred in, uh, that highlights what happened in the NFL. Uh, I think it was called Concussion. And there is some backstory truth that has been hidden to what is actually happening to individuals uh, from all of the concussions. And I personally have suffered at least seven to eight, maybe 10 concussions uh, in my lifetime, not all football related, but most of them were football related. And I've suffered from depression and anxiety and PTSD uh, for most of my life, especially my adult life. And I believe those things are linked to my concussions and the traumas that I had not healed that I've been working on healing these last two and a half years. So this is such an important subject is so important. Please uh, send me messages, ask me questions. I'll share any information that I have. Um, 
I actually have a, a, a really good friend that is suffering with depression his entire life, and he's taking lots of pharmaceuticals, and they don't really seem to be doing anything except making him sicker in other ways. And he recently reached out to me, and I've been doing some research, and this happened to present itself um, just the way the universe does. And I'm uh, going to share this with him and recommend that he he takes uh, this course of action. So I, I, I just truly appreciate you for listening. Um, I'm here for you. Please reach out to me. I've got several podcasts, several videos, um, content that I've created that touches upon these subjects of depression, anxiety, PTSD, etc., and how that you can deal with those things. And number one, you, you need to get yourself some help. You need to get yourself to a doctor, to a therapist, and start getting brain scans and checking yourself out because this is serious and your life may depend upon it. So, and, and I care about you and your family cares about you. Um, so if, if you are not sure what to do, feel free to reach out to me. Thank you so much for listening. Um, I really appreciate it. Uh, and I, I truly am grateful uh, for you and I'm here for you. Thank you so much. Till next time. Thank you for listening to the Change Through Pain podcast. I'm so grateful that you're here. As a men's coach, my mission is to empower men to have confidence, be disciplined, and live on purpose with passion. If you're a man who desires to replace current habits that are keeping you stuck by creating new habits that will transform your mental, physical, financial, and relational health, this program is for you. The first program I offer is a strategy session to sit down and unpack one challenge you're currently facing. The second program I offer is the Empower Hour. It's a one-hour video chat and will focus on one area of your life you're unsatisfied with and help you determine a measurable action plan. The third program I offer is 30-Day Power Up. It's a four-week high-intensity wake-up call. And the final one is the Man on a Mission. That is the signature program that will take you from where you are now and create the life you desire in 15 weeks. If you're interested in any of these, please learn more by visiting chainsthroughpain.com.